0: Hi, guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm really sorry there wasn't an episode last weekend. However, I left a little bit of a gap because I wasn't sure whether to do make this episode the last one of 2022. I don't know. I'm being cheeky. I'm being really, I don't know why he's being cheeky, right? But anyway, on today's episode, I wanted to make this one essentially about rebranding for 2023, but I don't know what I'm going to title it. As I said, every single start of the episode. I also don't know what that noise was that I made. I was like, Muh. I was like a sheep. But anyway, I don't know what I'm going to title it, but essentially looking back at 22 22 2022 is brilliant actually. Um kind of growing success that you achieved, but also not beating yourself up for anything you didn't achieve. Looking forward and like making mood boards, visualization. I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going spoiler warning. Just spoil the whole episode. Anyway, let's just get into it before I spoil even bloody more. I love the fact, I know it's very cliche, but going into a new year is essentially like a whole new reset, which is like obvious, like it's a whole new year, but I love the fact that now perhaps if you've had a rough few months or perhaps if you haven't and you've had like a big success of 2022 I feel as if when you go into a new year it's the perfect opportunity to leave anything at the door when you're going into the new year or perhaps bring some lessons with you or make mood boards and bring in goals that you want to achieve for this year which is essentially the three main things that I think about when I'm going to go into the new year. I want to cut people off that perhaps haven't treated me well or cut things off that essentially make my bring my energy down or bring anything about me down I also then obviously want to set out my goals and make out like visualization diagrams anything that I want to achieve but also I want to learn things I want to realize and recognize kind of any hardships that I went through in 2022 is essentially a lesson to be learnt. if anything's bad happened in terms of romantically or academically or it could be anything, could be money-wise or buying, it could be stupid, like buying a concealer. It's a negative experience, but I want to bring it into 2023 as a lesson to be like, okay, you shouldn't go back to someone if they've mistreated you, you should just learn to cut people off, whatever like that. Because I suppose 2022 or like 2021, whatever like that, could have been a big year of learning for some people. It was essentially for me. I learned so many things and I went through a lot of, shit essentially to become the person I am today and I don't want to forget that I also don't want to however go into 2022 bloody hell 2023 even with the same kind of energy and repeating those lessons to be learned if you will or mistakes so I want to get into those three main kind of three main three main pointers I like how I ended the sentence on just three main full stop The first kind of pointer I want to talk about in terms of rebranding and growing for 2023 is as hard as it is looking back on 2022. And it's always, I suppose you never really want to look back on things that treated you badly or gave you a poor experience. However, I always think that whenever I have a hard time or I go through a bad thing, I always try and move it, like move on and try to move past it and forget about it and push it to the back of my brain However, it's still there, you know, I'm still going to affect me because I haven't actually healed from it. And that's my first point is healing and not avoiding. If anything, you know, anyone treated you negatively in 2022, how many times am I going to say 2022? I really wonder, I I need to like a little tally at the end. No, I won't because I'm I'm lazy. Um, But healing and not avoiding is the fact that if you've learned lessons, if people have treated you badly, if anything bad has happened to you, You want to kind of nurture that emotion and nurture the fact that, okay, that didn't make me feel good and that kind of made me feel bad about myself, but I'm going to feel okay about it and I'm going to grow from it and I'm not going to just push it to the back of my mind because then that is bringing in stagnant energy into 2023 and the way that I kind of think that you could release that and the way that I'm going to, for example, write letters to people that I... For, well I'm not going to write letters to people I'm going to write a letter to myself and then within that letter I'm going to express if anything is still on my mind that happened in 2022 negative so I can release it essentially releasing it through journaling and you could just do like bullet points or you could do like a little letter and you could burn the letter if you want to I have tried this and failed and it made me really angry because I was trying to burn this letter that I wrote to myself and the wind just kept blowing out and I was like oh my god this is embarrassing but anyway I'm going to write myself a letter releasing any energy that's kind of still staying put because I don't want to go into 2023 with something still holding me down. There'll be things that perhaps might hold me down in 2023, but then I'll release them again in 2024. You know, it's all about moving on, but also healing yourself. Because if you move on too fast, all that's going to happen is that that emotion is still dragging from behind you as if it's on a string and pulling you back. You're going to have to go back and unfortunately experience it in your mind to kind of move on and grow from it on the lesson side of kind of rebranding for 2023 it's all kind of about of course I said leaving stagnant energy and stuff like that however the lessons learned could be hidden within of course negative experiences in 2022 for example I learned going back to someone doesn't mean love You know, going back to someone who's treated you badly, it doesn't mean that they were having a bad time or they, for example, they have many excuses for it. It just meant that they couldn't love me. And that's fine. It's now given me that lesson. And for for a while, I kind of, it hurt me a lot. And I was very much like, kind of took it as a negative experience. And I was like, oh my God, this is so horrible. I'm never going to get over this. But now I reflect and look back on it and read it more as a lesson that you cannot force people to love you you cannot force them into a connection you cannot rebrand yourself or change yourself to fit a perception that you think that someone could love you for you essentially just have to be a very very authentic version of yourself and that will naturally attract love from the right people you know somebody simply perhaps cannot see your worth and can't exactly see how incredible you are to the point where when they've lost you they'll then want you back but you don't go back that is a lesson that i've learned in terms of romance never ever go back to someone who has made you feel bad or down or treated you badly i'm all about second chances however i i do i forget and not forgive or is that oh no it's forgive and not forget i do not essentially forgive and i also don't forget but I feel like that's me. I'm I'm petty. I'm petty. Maybe, maybe one of my lessons should be not be so petty. But a lessons that I've learned is that I'm a very, very loving person. And perhaps it's sometimes to the wrong people. So my lesson is kind of be protective of my energy and only give it away to people that truly deserve it. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your love and compassion and, you know, that beautiful, beautiful heart that you have on people that are just going to burn it. They're going to blow the flame out that you give them. And it's a lesson, it's perhaps something that you might have to go through in life, but I've learned from that I've experienced that, and now I can go into twenty twenty three and accept love I do deserve. I'll no longer accept love I don't deserve. I know you're thinking of the perks of being a wolf lover, I did as well. I thought, oh, cringe, but anyway, now I go into twenty twenty three and I'm going to accept love from friends or romantic interests that truly deserve it, and perhaps I might be stupid and Make that mistake again. But again, you're human. You can't help it. If you repeat something in 2023, it's fine. But grow from it and learn from it. Perhaps going back to the same mistake as a choice I learned that I was making. But now I know that anything that doesn't benefit me mentally or emotionally, I need to cut out. And it's hard. But I'll learn someday that it will be the best decision for me. As, a, as I'm on the topic of... as a, <laughs> Why do I always like get my speech wrong as soon as I press play but anyway starting again on the lesson side of things a new thing that I kind of I only learned about this year and it was in June when I went to Greece and I brought with me the Florence Given uh Woman Don't Know You Pretty book and there was a chapter in there about boundaries and I didn't even know what the word bloody meant before then I thought oh god she's stupid anyway I was reading this chapter and I thought what the hell is a boundary but I thought oh I'll read it fine I've got nothing else to do So I was reading this book, reading about boundaries, and I learned, of course, that means kind of, like, things you set in place for significant people in your life, or just friends, distant friends, could be close friends, romantic relationships, that you have to kind of protect your peace. And I didn't know what it meant, and I kind of read about it, and I was like, wow, I have no boundaries in my life. I let people kind of walk all over me and use me as they want to, you know, as they please, kind of weave me in and out of their life. I wasn't like a staple person in their life. And after reading that chapter, I then set my own boundaries. And what I want to get onto is that in 2023, refresh them, perhaps set new boundaries, change all of them or keep them all the same if you want to, but you can even write them out. I think that the best possible thing you could do for 2023, and this is me being dead serious, this is not sponsored, get yourself a journal. Get yourself a good journal as well. I have one from... Papier? 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 I'm not French. I'm not French, but I know how to pronounce it. It's, it's, it's a little bit expensive. Mine was like £26, which is a lot of money. Of course, you can just get a cheap one. You could go to Poundland or you could go to Wilco and get like a £1 one. But buying a journal has been the best decision I have ever possibly made. One of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. And that sounds very dramatic. And you're probably thinking like, oh, behave yourself. Shut up, girl. But honestly, because I'll journal when I'm sad, journal when I'm happy. I'll write out my goals. I'll write out any ideas I have. My ideas for my podcast came from this journal. My ideas for anything creative I've done this year has stunned stemmed. Starmed, starmed from this book i love this this one little chapter of this podcast has so many speech mistakes but i'm so happy that you guys have been accepting of my speech mistakes this year because this podcast has been going on for one year this is also me right now recognizing the fact that i've just gone off on a tangent again i haven't done this yet this episode but boundaries are so important because as soon as i set the boundaries I recognized people that left my life and people that were trying to cling on to it and kind of change their ways because they realized that they could no longer walk all over me. And that was amazing because I could see the people that I wanted to keep in my life that treated me well, that actually, like, genuinely, they wanted to stay and they wanted to treat me well and realize, okay, I haven't been a good friend to you, but I will be, you know, setting boundaries has opened my eyes. But also made me realize a lot of things about myself when I started setting boundaries and cutting off friends and I mean cut off and it was scary I've never done it before I've always been such a people pleaser it's a major people pleaser and I do have an episode on people pleasing um sorry but a free promo there god but I've always been a people pleaser once I set boundaries I then for some reason was like enlightened you know good days by scissor that was my life when I started setting boundaries, I woke up in the morning, I had a little morning routine I made on Canva, love a bit of Canva, Um, I'd wake up, I would drink some water, I'd like, honestly I didn't do this every single day, because that's a lie, but I'd do like morning stretching, morning meditation or yoga, I'd have like a big yogurt bowl, with like granola, fruit, honey, everything on it, gorgeous, gorgeous, sexy, sweet, yummy, coffee, smoothie, more food, food, and then I'd journal outside in my garden, listen to music, I'd spend all day reading. And I was that absorbed in this, like, beautiful life because I'd never realised it before because I'd be so consumed in my phone and, you know, relinquishing friendships with people that I didn't even like and weren't even nice to me. And I'd spend my whole day, like, sending stupid, like, plain face Snapchats to people that I didn't even like. And then I'd just stop doing it and I'd have, like, one notification on my phone and I'd be like, oh... So refreshing, because it is, when you set new boundaries, it's almost as if you're teaching people how to love you, and I, that's not even my quote, I stole that, sorry guys, stole it from Pinterest, but I read a quote the other day, and it was like, you're constantly teaching people how to treat you and teaching people how to love you, because of course, if somebody walks all over you and you don't do anything about it, that is a boundary you're not setting, and that's just teaching that person that, yeah, okay, I can walk all over because she's not going to pull me up on it, Or, yeah, I can, I don't know, cheat on her because she'll never say anything about it. A boundary is essentially just protecting yourself from being hurt or protecting yourself from anything that's going to mentally damage you or physically damage you or emotionally damage you. But boundaries, set them, start new ones, write them down, refresh them for 2023. Kind of related to that last one, but cut out. And I mean, cut out girl, cut out anything or anyone from 2022 that you don't want to bring into 2023. I kind of imagine 2023 as like this door, like it's a very long door and you can kind of, you can look back and you can see the door that says like 2022 on it, but look forward and there's like this door and you have like a long line of people, things, emotions, um, any goals, dreams, aspirations behind you in a queue. And you can go walk up and down the queue and take people out and put things in if you please. And what I'm essentially saying is cut them out. Take them out of that queue to bring into 2023 and physically and what's it called? Um, Virtually, cut them out. Take them out of that queue to bring them into 2023. Open the door, bring in everything that you want to be, your dream self, your higher self, anything that you want to achieve friends family bring them in and leave anyone or anything that's making you feel bad about yourself or bringing you down at the door and you're going to go into 2023 shut that door lock it with a key and you're going to throw the key to the 2024 door you know it's all the way over there you can't go back now but what I'm saying is when I kind of realized that I could set boundaries and I realized that I could actually have people in my life that I genuinely wanted to be in it I was I was frightened because I'd never done it before, as I said. But once I'd done it, I had never felt such a relief and such like a, a sense of freedom on my shoulders because I no longer had this facade of myself that I had to keep up to please so many people. There were so many different people in my life that I didn't like or that I just desperately wanted them to like me. And as soon as I cut them off, I kind of saw this version of myself changing and I saw myself this summer kind of morphing into someone that I didn't know I was and it was amazing because you know you find out what you actually love without lying to someone else that oh yeah I do really like this actually you know it's a lie you you get to realize that okay I actually like this but also cutting people out welcomes in space for new people you know you get a whole new experiences in 2023 of course so you're probably going to meet new people new friends perhaps romantic partners anything like that and you have this space in your life now. You don't have to accept anyone into that space, but it's a free space for anyone who actually will treat you right because you deserve people that make you feel good about yourself. Whereas I let people in that I shouldn't have. It then damaged me as a person. It's given me a lesson and I'm very grateful for the lesson because I'm glad that I kind of, everything happens for a reason. But now I have a space for people that I will recognize that can actually love me how the way I deserve. That's through lessons and cutting people out and making up like a little parking space for them to park in there. Growth as a whole is the biggest thing in your life, possibly, especially going into a new year, but growing in a sense that you're learning from what you've done in 2022. And of course, there's lessons that you can learn from negative experiences or positive experiences. Growth is evolving as a person. And that means not, looking back and not going back to anything that you know is going to damage you. Me personally in 2023, I want to grow and learn from, you know, things that I enjoyed doing in 2022 or things I succeeded at, things that I've learned that I'm good at, Um, you know, lessons that I learned for uni, for friendships, romances, um, my sexuality, the way I like my hair the what i like to eat for breakfast i'm growing and learning because i'm starting to kind of form this version of myself that is very protective and protective protected and has a very i don't know has a very beautiful outlook on life because i'm not forcing myself to do anything i don't like you know i've learned that okay when i wake up in the morning i like to have double espresso and a yogurt bowl for breakfast That's growing because I'm not forcing myself to be someone else and I'm not forcing myself to do anything because I'm learning about myself. I'm learning that perhaps I don't like reading certain genres. I'm growing as a person because I'm constantly learning about myself and I think it's a very beautiful thing. It sounds so dumb. I'll probably listen back to this clip and think, oh my God, shut up. But Growing sounds huge, is what I'm saying. Like, you listen back to that and you think, like, oh, she's learning about, like, the different genres she likes of her books. Growth isn't as big as you think it is. Growth can literally be learning that you like apricot granola and not nut granola, you know? But it's tiny little steps, but it also kind of makes you smile when you think about it, which is a good thing. But it's just tiny little steps to become the person that you're going to be in the future, like your dream self, because, you know, it it's a big leap but it's small steps that kind of are beautiful because it's no rush you kind of sometimes when you think oh the year's gone so fast is because you're not letting anything significant kind of happen because you're forgetting the smaller things you're kind of rushing through life and you're just like oh I'll just do this I'll just do that but pay attention to really small details about yourself and you kind of it's almost as if that good day is in scissor song. I always listen to that when I'm like, I want to find something beautiful about myself. Your life almost becomes that because you're really, you're listening to yourself. You're yourselves, you're yourselves, you're, you're, no, you're, okay, I'm not going to say that again. Your own, you're your, that's it. You're your own biggest listener. That makes zero sense. But you know, imagine that, you're your own, oh my God, how many times have I said you're your own best friend? And I think that is what I want you to take into 2023. If you can take anything from away from this episode is learn that you're the most important person in your life as much as it doesn't seem it. And sometimes I kind of like, for example, my friends always ask me, they're like, how have you kind of real, how are you always so nice about yourself? And I'm like, I'm not always nice to myself, but I've just realized that as selfish as it sounds, I need to be my biggest priority because I'm the only person that's going to spend the rest of my life with myself. Before I get on to like more of the fun stuff and more of the creative things, because I know for a fact you've been waiting for me to mention Pinterest or the landing or vision boards, um, I want to get into the fact that don't punish yourself for whatever happened in 2022 or whatever didn't happen in 2022. It's so easy to be caught up in the culture of New Year's resolutions and you know changing yourself for the new year, as much as it's wonderful to be like, okay, I'm gonna, if you wanna, for example, you could be like, okay, I wanna start going to the gym more because I didn't do that in 2022. So I need to really be on top of that and really get to it. And I need to do a strict regime and very, very, very strict with myself. Don't beat yourself up for whatever didn't happen or whatever you didn't achieve that you wanted to in 2022. Essentially think of it as just a longer process than you thought it would be. Perhaps you just have to think of it as like, okay, that was my warm-up year. And then this year, I can just take it slow and just see how it goes. You know, life's not a rush. You've got so much time. You have all the time in the world. So don't belittle yourself and don't be mean to yourself for whatever you went through in 2022. It's sometimes you can have awful things happen to you. Or just be genuinely not have a great little like person in your head telling you things. But don't overly, you know, go at yourself for it. Essentially be like, okay, I was, I didn't achieve this in 2022, which kind of makes me sad. But in 2023, I'm not going to force myself into anything. I'm not going to belittle myself if I don't achieve it again. I'm just going to chip away at it. And I'm just going to see what happens. Because again, you have to treat yourself like the most beautiful human being because you are. You are the most beautiful human being. I believe you are, even if you don't. I think you are. But you have to treat yourself that way as if you're like a delicate little butterfly and be like, okay, I'm not going to be mean to myself today. Just because I didn't achieve it doesn't mean I'm never going to. You know, for, I could be like, oh, in 2022, I didn't go to Paris. Therefore, in 2023, I need to work seven days a week so I can afford to go. I can, I'm can. i going to go to Paris someday. Maybe I just didn't go last year, but that doesn't mean it's never, ever going to happen. Just because you didn't get something, just because you didn't get with someone or end up in a relationship or anything like that, doesn't mean that you have to completely change yourself or morph yourself or do anything insanely awful to your your health or your mental health or your emotional health. Just be yourself and just learn that it's a slow process and treat yourself like a little butterfly. I, now getting onto the fun side, but, but I'm so sorry, PSA, you do have to look back at 2022 and recognise the success that you've had. As much as I spoke about kind of like the negative things and learning lessons from them and moving on and healing, you also have to look back at what you bloody achieved this year, because I could go into 2023 and be like, oh, my podcast isn't at da 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 yet, my... Instagram doesn't have this many followers, but also I have to look back and be like, oh my god, when I started this year, I didn't even have a podcast. When I started this year, I had 20 podcast ratings in two months, you know? I realised that just because I'm where I'm at now, I have to look back and be like, that version of myself, she didn't have any of this. That version of myself was dreaming and writing this down in her journal and sticking those pictures on her vision board... And now I have that. Now I'm so grateful because setting out my goals at the start of the year and making a vision board or a mood board, I then look back at it and I'm like, oh my God, I actually achieved that. That version of myself would be so proud of me and would be so excited if I went back and told her, I'd be like, oh, look, like your podcast has saved someone's life. You know, I would bore my eyes out. I'd be like, you're, you're lying. You're lying to my face right now. You're telling porkies, stop it. But really, really honestly look back and see what you bloody achieved, whether it's schooling or mental health wise, or it's, I don't know, whether you just evolved a new style or whatever like that. Recognise the small wins in your life or recognise if you did make a vision board or a mood board, look back at it and see what you achieved and realise like, oh my God, I would be so proud of myself. Now I want to talk about the bloody beauty of making a vision board or mood boards i made one and it was like this time last year it was a bit after christmas actually i made it on the landing which is amazing you essentially this is not sponsored but you essentially like download your images or like go onto pinterest save your photos go onto the landing make an account and you just put it onto like a like a vision board almost like like online version and i made it my I made it my computer lock screen, home screen, and I just kind of had it in my camera roll. I also printed out like a little self-help book that I needed if I was ever down. And I made a mood board on my Pinterest, which is incredible. Pinterest, obviously, you know about that. I made a mood board on my Pinterest. So I could, if I ever lost motivation or if I was ever like, oh, I always feel like, oh, what am I doing this for? Like, if I ever get down at university, I look at my Pinterest board and I'm like, oh, okay, the reason why I'm doing this is so I can live in New York in a few years, you know? Or the reason why I'm doing this is because I want my apartment to look like this. Making vision boards, you can focus it on anything. You could focus it on where you wanna be in a month's time, where you wanna be in a year's time, or I made mine of what I what I want my life to look like in like just the future. And, and then also what I wanted my life to look like at the end of this year, kind of what I wanted to achieve so that now I'm gonna like, go and make a new one before that. I'm going to look at the vision board I made last year and be like, oh my God, I achieved this, 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 and this, which I have looked back and I'm really excited to actually have a look at it. But make a vision board and a mood board because it kind of sets out a visual aid for where you want to be. So again, if you're ever down, if you're ever a bit like demotivated and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this piece of homework. I don't want to do this uni work or whatever like that. You have a look at the mood board and I'm like, ah, that is why I'm doing this piece of homework. And then I kind of get to it. I think it's amazing because it's it's such a motivation, especially if you have it as your background, because you do see it every day. But even if it's like on TikTok, you can save it to a collection. It could be a collection of my dream apartment. It could be my dream job, my dream style, my dream hair, anything like that, anything visual aid. So almost like you're manifesting it because you're seeing it and you're like, ah, I'm going to achieve that. I know it's going to happen. It's almost as if you're like affirming to yourself through pictures. Like I put on the Pinterest board um, pictures of Emma Chamberlain's podcast logo. And I'd be like, oh, I would love to have a podcast in a year's time. I've achieved that because I essentially manifested it, but I also really worked for it. But making a vision board and a mood board, incredible if you want to manifest anything in 2023 you could either make the kind of Pinterest boards or vision boards online, or you could print them out. I know people put them on canvases, which I really want to do this year, but I have to like print out all the photos. And I'm also a bit like, "Mm, I can't really be bothered. But instead, if you don't want to do that, I always love to write everything down because I, I love writing anyway. And I love literature, but I love expressing how I feel through words. And I feel as if This year, I want to write about my goals, my dreams, my desires. And it could even be through a letter. It doesn't have to be in a journal. And you could keep that letter, put it in a box and then read it in a year's time is what I might do. And I might be like, read this on the 31st of December, 2023. So I can see what I kind of wished for, what I hoped for, see what I achieved then, because it's such a motivator almost to to see the letter like in... A box or something like that or in your drawer like every day it could be in six months time and you're like oh i can't wait to be that version of myself because i'm working for it now you know writing about it could almost manifesting it writing into your life speak it into existence because you have like a very ultimate power in the universe i believe but that's just me but write about it if you can dream it you can bloody do it which is so cringe that was cringe i'm sorry but you can you can you can because if it's in your head and you can make it real. You know, I always think that. I would never have dreamed about making a podcast, but I dreamed about it last year and I said, okay, fine, I'll try. And I tried and I think it's going pretty well. So if you want to kind of go into 2023 and kind of rebrand and transform yourself, it's all about taking, of course, the lessons in like that, but also not repeating the same mistakes that you make. You don't want to take in a stagnant energy into another year. So I think adopting new habits, new routines a mentality, I kind of, you know, like work hard, play hard, cringe as hell, man. Ew, man. I don't know why I just said that. That was horrible. I'm giving myself the ick. But that's the mentality I want to take in because I also really want to just start really working on uni work and everything like that so that I can get it all done. And I'm like, wow, I just kind of pretend that I'm this like big boss lady in New York. And I'm getting all my work done at my cafe and then I can go out on the night out, you know, makes me feel a lot better about kind of like my dreams, almost as if I'm affirming them. But adopting new habits could be making a morning routine on Canva, which is what I did. And I kind of, I just like favorited it. And then in the morning it would like already be on my phone when I'd go on and I'd kind of see it and be like, oh, I wouldn't. Because honestly, I'm a very forgetful person. I'm clumsy, forgetful all of those wonderful, wonderful things. So I would not remember that I even had a morning routine if I didn't have it wrote down. I have to have anything, everything wrote down. The amount of like to-do lists I have everywhere in my room is insane. But anyway, back to me not rambling, but make a morning routine, make a after-school routine or any habits you want to do. It could be new hobbies. You could be like, okay, in the new year, I want to try out crocheting, But also if you fail at that and you're not very good or you don't like it, don't beat yourself up and just move on to the next thing. I want to adopt a new habit of reading more books or kind of expanding my mind to just people in general, finding out more about people or, you know, reading new articles. I was going to say books again and I stopped myself. But any new habits, any new goals, go for it. Why not adopt new mentalities of, cutting people off if they treat you badly or I don't know what your mentality could be but write it down try it and if it doesn't work try a new one this is a very like stupid thing to do well it's not stupid actually because that's just me being mean to myself but it could make a whole new playlist I always feel like when I want to enter a new era of myself I'm like oh I need to make a new playlist I need to get a new top I want to try a new makeup routine whatever like that you could make a new playlist Clear your phone of like any apps that are bringing you down. I know that a lot of my friends are like deleting TikTok and stuff like that, which I have done. And then I lost my drafts and I also thought, wait, I kind of need TikTok. I clear your phone of any apps or, you know, like the photos. That's what bothers me when my like photo camera roll, photo camera roll? Just the camera roll, babe. When my camera roll like fills up of loads of pictures, it kind of, it really bothers me for some reason. I don't know why. Declutter anything that's kind of taking up space in your mind or just I feel like just refreshing your phone could be a good idea I don't know why I always do that but that always makes me feel kind of like refreshed and regenerated it sounds silly but making a new playlist it could also be perhaps throwing out old clothes that you don't like or just want to get rid of um, and then selling them on wherever or giving them away to a charge shop whatever and then buying new clothes try a new wardrobe try a new style try anything else and I know that there's not a long time in the year left because this is what like December trying to think what advent calendar is it 18th or 19th 18th because I get the big 19th chocolate tomorrow but anyway sorry that was me getting excited about my advent calendar chocolate but I know there's not long left of the year now but start trialing your new self now if you get all your ideas down and all of your kind of goals aspirations habits whatever like that down now try it out because then it could get to the end of the year and you're like okay actually I don't like that routine I don't like this whatever like that it's all about learning and growing and it's exciting in terms of what to put on your vision boards or like what to write down I like to write down things to motivate me such as my one year plan and when I say plan I mean as if like where I want to be in one year or what I want to have achieved uh, a five-year plan 10-year plan And then when you've wrote them down, find pictures on Pinterest that remind you of that. On Pinterest, you can make a board and then you can make like smaller boards in it, if you know what I mean. That probably makes zero sense, mate. I'm just speaking words right now. But when you make the board, it could be like my dream future and it could be your apartment, like the decorations you want, your future pet, your future partner, your future job. Tiny, tiny, tiny details that just, it makes me feel so excited because I'm like, Okay, I'm doing these tiny details, that means that it's gonna happen. And it will, because I'm delusional as hell. And my Pinterest board says otherwise. I wanna leave you with a note that when you're going into 2023, I want you to accept the most fulfilling love from friendships, romantic partners. I want you to treat yourself with the most beautiful kindness and beautiful compassion that you've ever experienced in your life. I want you to achieve all the goals that you've ever dreamed of. I want you to dream so big that people don't understand. Because usually that's just when people are scared. I want you to try out fashion senses that scare you and find try out new hairstyles or anything about yourself that you've always wanted to do but you've just never had the courage to. I want you to cut out anyone who anyone who's mean to you, including that little voice in your head. I want you to reach out to people if you ever need help, try new things, do anything you've ever dreamed of because you deserve it. Before I end this episode, and it might make me look stupid if I do another episode because I don't know whether I'm going to make this the last one in 2022. I don't know. But I want to leave you with a note that I'm, I don't think you guys understand how much you have changed my life with this podcast. And lots of people have messaged me saying the same thing. But truly and honestly, I have never been so incredibly grateful for a group of people in my whole life. And that probably sounds a bit selfish in a sense where you're like probably thinking, girl, have you never had a group of friends? But I am so overwhelmed with love every single day when you guys message me or when I just see that new people have listened to my podcast or people say that like their friends even listen to it or they talk about it with their friends. It makes my heart literally combust with love because I'm like I never would have believed that I could have done that for someone and I'm not gonna cry right now because that is so stupid but I just wanted to say I'm so incredibly grateful and I want to thank you so much for how much you've changed my life this year um and I love you with all my heart so much I love you mwah